Hey, Jeff. Hey, Patrick. Did, How you doing? That, we must be recording because you started speaking. Yeah, we are recording. All right. That's, that's, a, that's a perfect intro into this special, extra special crap pod. Bonus, <laughs> bonus crap. Pod. Yes, yes, see. <laughs> I'm particularly, so this is the Birvana pod. No, sorry. This is the Birvana show. Although today, yeah. this is just going to be a pod. <laughs> yeah, much more of a pod today. So we've been demoted. This is being demoted to the Birvana show, extra special crap edition. Indeed. This is back, back to the garage. I'm actually really excited about our little extra bonus pod here today because this is when, when, when you and I first conceived of the podcast, we both agreed on one sort of fundamental rule that we never wanted to have a podcast where we just sat around drinking beer. <laughs> that's, that's right. So, so what we have so on tap today. So what we're going to do today, is we're going to sit around drinking beer. It's true. However, it's going to be a uh, fine, fine entertainment for all you folks out in uh, podcast land. We are going to be doing that, but, but we're doing it with special beer for a particular reason, not yeah. randomly. Which we'll describe. By the way, uh, we're about to go into serious uh, lockdown mode here, Jeff. So this might be the last time I see you or talk to you before uh, the new year. Well, we're on. <laughs> okay, we're maybe on, not that on, kind of lockdown. <laughs> we're on Zoom, so I assume they're not going to lock Zoom down. Oh, no, I think we have to like hide under our sheets now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> things are bad. But but I mentioned this just because our good friends at uh, local breweries, brew pubs, restaurants, and bars are about to get walloped here because they can't even do outside dining, which we've talked a lot about on the pod. Yeah, and also, even if they could, it's hard to imagine that anybody would go because we have hit winter, man. It is it is gnarly out there. It's been raining nonstop for two days. It's dark. It's one of the, we're back to the Portland that I love so well, where uh, light comes incredibly slowly there's no dawn <laughs> and it lasts briefly before it starts sliding at sometime around three o'clock into what seems like dusk, which lasts well, for a long time. Yeah, well, the start. half light, the yeah. half light lasts, <laughs> lasts for a few hours and then it goes <laughs> away. Uh, yeah. This is actually particularly hard for me because I've gotten, once they reopen the gyms, I've become a real gym rat um, for my mental health more than anything else, but physical health, of course. And I've been going every single day during the week and often once or twice on the weekends just, as well. And this, this is important, or at least it, this is relevant to today's podcast, because I've I set up a rule for myself that I can only drink a beer if I've burned enough calories at the gym before <laughs> earlier that day. And that's been a that's been my my hard and fast rule. Um, never broken. But now I, I guess either no gym, no beer or I'm gonna have to find another way to exercise. You're gonna to have to slap on those tennis shoes and go running like you used to do in the outdoors. Yeah, but I'm a see. That's the thing. I'm an old man. I used to run all the time, uh, and uh, my body just doesn't like it anymore. So I go to the gym and I do like the little elliptical things, and I swim a lot. Uh, swimming is the best. Well, have I, have I got a technology for you? One, I know that you can you can you can shift too easily your yes. your bicycle. Get yeah, on that sucker, and out you go. It's very, yeah. it's very low but, impact. But did we mention the really disgustingly gross weather you've got outside, where it's yeah, maybe cold and uh, somehow the the uh, running? I don't mind running as much through it, but biking just seems worse. It's terrible. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. So there are only, only one solution to this uh, to the state of the world, and that's to drink beer. So let's drink some beer. Let's do it.
All right. So what we have today is very special New England beer, which arrived yesterday. Uh, no, uh, Thursday evening. We wanted to record this yesterday, had a little technical glitch, and now we're recording today. Uh, and this actually uh, relates to a mailbag that we read uh, on an episode that hasn't yet debuted, which is going to be kind of weird. But um, oh, anyway, so this is like a, this is like a special glimpse into the future. 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 <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. We recorded some podcasts on Tuesday. Uh, they were not. Uh, we did not deliver them in time to get them edited oh. in time to get on the air in time. And so now <laughs> they're saying they're not. There. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they weren't good. Well, well that's normal. That's, that's nothing reason. new about nothing new there. <laughs> uh, so since you haven't heard this. Uh, email. I'm going to read it again. It comes from Jeff Roach in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, at least Massachusetts. I'm pretty sure Boston. Um, there's some there's some before and after, but this is the note. Just as an FYI, I'm a 50 year old ENT physician from Boston. Oh, Boston. There it is. Uh, good job, uh, Jeff. We are also 50 something year old men, so we're right there with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm reaching out to you regarding a comment you made about Belgian beer yeast phenolics clashing with modern hops? Well, I found something that bridges that divide that you must try. Oxbow, a main brewery, made their version of Sierra Nevada celebration called Harvest, and it uses fresh hopped Maine grown cascades, wow. adding a hop terroir element that provides this wonderfully balanced blend of citrus and light phenolics. It just got its uh, releases, release in Massachusetts, and I need to send it to you, and I need to send you and Patrick some. I believe this is the missing link you mentioned. You need to drink this fresh. Please uh, let me know how I can get it to you. And offline, we uh, explained how he'd get it to us and get it to us. He did. And we hold them in our hands now. Yes, I've got it in my hands. By the way, Jeff, uh, you have visited this brewery. Is that correct? I have. Yeah. All right. Uh, there is the. There are two breweries. There's like a tap room. I think there's a tap room in Portland or somewhere mm -hmm. uh, that's not the original farmhouse brewery, which is near to where uh, I went to a wedding last year in Maine. Newcastle. Um, in Newcastle, which is also, it's like a twin city with something else. And city is exaggerating. It's like a twin village. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> the name of the other, the other place. I think the other place is more well-known. but The um, greater Newcastle metropolitan area. That's right. <laughs> uh, but it is one of the coolest breweries ever. It's nestled in the forest. Um, the pub is like a hobbit hole uh it's all it's all low and wooded and you go in there and it oh man i feel like it's weird that um a lot of people on the east coast go to these really highly regarded uh, vermont breweries and i think they overlook oxbow for reasons i don't know because they do a lot of cool barrel aged stuff uh, oh man yeah. maine has it going on you got to go to maine i know it's like maine there for a while, Maine was the coolest in the world, like 20 years ago. And now Vermont has displaced it. Everyone goes to Vermont. No one goes to Maine. Anymore. Eh, Maine. Uh, the, uh, the beer is a wet or fresh hop beer. They, they describe wet hop as a wet hop beer. Uh, I'm wondering, and it's a bit late for our season. I'm wondering if their growing season is slightly later than ours. Do you know? I, I have no idea about, I know nothing about Maine's uh, growing season. Yeah. But when I Google, this is interesting, when I Google Newcastle, Maine, it doesn't show me the town of Newcastle, but it shows me Oxbow Brewing Company, which is very cool. <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah, this was canned. My can was canned on uh, October 8th. So maybe not that, to that different. Okay, well, there you go. 
Yeah, I can't figure out what what Newcastle is connected to, even Googling it. So anyway, <laughs> Manders, you can you can let us know. All right. Well, shall we shall we drink beer, Jeff? Let's do it. Let's let's, uh, let's crack these and and see how well the phenolics and citrus harmonize. So, Dr. Jeff, thank you so much. It was incredibly generous of you to do this. Indeed. So I can hear yours. Yeah. Audio beer porn. I can't really. My headset is not a good. Not so good. Okay, so that is uh, a saison on the nose. Yeah, it really is saisony, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. No doubt about that. Uh, no matter what else happens, we're going to get a saison out of it, which is pretty <laughs> darn fine for my lights. Yeah, it's a pretty it's straw colored. It's um, it's a uh, pretty hazy. Really, yeah, quite hazy. I would say okay. like a seven on the hazometer. Oh, I was going to put a six, but six, yeah, uh, yeah, six, or seven. six, six to seven on the on the on the patented Emerson Allworth hazometer. You li you like how the Emerson came first on there? It actually sounds better. Uh, there for a while uh, when we were putting some labels em on our beer, Emerson all I did Emerson Allworth because it sounds better than Allworth Emerson. Hmm. Mm. Oh, that is a tasty beer. That's a really nice tart. Uh, lemony tart note to it. It heart it it's well it's well integrated. Jeff's definitely right that there is uh, no clash between the hops and the. Phenolics, and there are phenolics. So phenolics, for those who know, uh, don't know, are uh, spicy notes. They may present as clove or um, sometimes smoke or even Band-Aid, uh, yeah. sometimes kind of more generic spice, uh, like cinnamon, a little tannic note in that realm. Yeah, it's got, it's got a really nice spice. It's got uh, a nice sort of uh, lemony note, as I mentioned. The Cascade hops are very subtle. Yeah, I can't. Can you, I? I honestly can't tell that they're fresh. I gotta confess. There's a there's a citrus zing for sure, but yeah, yeah it's hard to know with that citrus how much that citrus zing is coming from the yeast and how much is coming from the hops. Although yeah, citrus well, is not the, not something you typically uh, associate with Cascade, but with with fresh hops, you can get that. Yeah, they definitely, I think that's the bridge that Jeff is describing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's right there. And uh, it's interesting because the yeast is fairly tart. It seems to contribute quite a bit of acidity. And I think uh, that's what hits the palate first. And then those phenolics, it fades into the phenolics. So you get you get kind of a two-banger a two effect there. Mm. It certainly doesn't clash at all. It's really nice. Yeah, everybody should go to Oxbow. It's so pretty. You should probably wait until summer, but unless you live nearby. <laughs> one interesting note on their can, it says, enjoy within one year. As a fresh hop beer, that's a bit generous. Yeah, although I'm sure the beer will taste fine in a year. It also that's says, yeah. it also says fascinatingly, so it's a, it's a really spare label, white. It says a big harvest on it, and then it has a few words with Oxbow brewing, brewing about it. Yeah. And uh, 
four of those words are production time, six weeks. I have never seen that on a, on a can. Yeah, that's the other thing that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I love this beer, but... Uh, this is a delightful beer, yes. Fresh hops are subtle. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But it's uh, really tasty. Uh, wow, it's 7% ABV, by the way. That one would get you trouble on a warm summer day. <laughs> That's right. It, <laughs> because it's very quaffable. It's really amazing that it, it's 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 got a fair amount of acidity. Uh, yes. And I think that is what's concealing the alcohol because I had no idea. I, yeah, I was thinking it was like 4.5%. Yeah, that's exactly why I looked. It's like, wow, this is probably a really nice light. Mm -hmm. uh, and then 7% really surprised me. So, <laughs> But you're right. It probably is the acidity, the acidity that's... Yeah, it makes mm. it really dangerously quaffable. <laughs> as I said. So we have wow, a couple of other beers. Oh, go ahead. That's excellent. It is. Oh, no, really I was just going to say that's excellent. I, I would drink that all day long. Until you got drunk after two. Until I passed out, yeah. <laughs> Probably about one and a half, and I'd be asleep on the couch. Okay. Wow, thank Jeff. That's 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 good, and I agree that uh, um, it harmonizes nicely. But I will say that right now the the hop note is very faint. Yeah. Uh, hard to, hard to say if that's uh, what that is. It could easily be time. It's been a little while. It's been a month yeah. since they canned it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so we got also, he sent a few other beers and we have a couple here. Should we crack those as well? Let's do it. What do you want to, what do you want to crack? Well, should I read, should I read the liner notes first? Yeah. Why don't we do that? All right. So Jeff writes, uh, he, he sent us two collaboration beers, um, from Trillium and the Vale and the Vale is somewhere in Virginia. Uh, maybe I'm going to say Richmond. Uh, okay. And and Trillium is of course in Boston, so he he says uh, because of COVID they would do the uh, they did this thing where they exchanged recipes and labels and the brewery the brewers would brew the other brewery's beer mm -hmm. uh, and and then uh, release it there. So for example, the beer I sent you is called Never Gonna Get It Three is a it's a Vale brewery recipe and the label uh, that was brewed at Trillium by the Trillium crew. Uh, then Trillium, in turn, gave a recipe and labeling for another beer called Twice Daily Serving to the Vale to brew. Uh, so this is kind of a clever way to go. And he sent us those two beers. Uh, one of the liner notes is that since he's a New Englander and not a Virginian, he sent us the Twice Daily that was actually brewed uh, at Trillium. So yeah, both twice, of ours are tri Trillium brewed. Twice the Daily Serving to be Oh, well, precise. there you go. Yeah. At least and that's what also, my can says. There you go. Well, trust the can. He also wanted us to see what it's like uh, to see these uh, uh, fruit pastry beers, which he describes as having. I cannot imagine what the finishing gravities are. Um, so he said, "This is this is uh, the fruit beers out here seem in the east seem so over the top." So it's true. We don't have beers like this. So we're kind of excited to give that a shot too. Yeah. And, Let's hope and, that our hand doesn't explode in our hands. And Trillium is kind of, I mean, uh, uh, my impression of Trillium beers are often that they uh, they leave a lot of stuff in the end. <laughs> They're a mouthful. 
Yeah, they're they're one of the signature uh, hazy breweries, progenitors of the New England hazy style. Uh, and yeah, that's a much thicker, sweeter style than we have out here. So exactly. that's also interesting. All right, I'm going in. All right, so I'm crack. I've cracked the. Well, you've already cracked yours. Twice the daily serving. Yeah, sorry, I didn't do it near the microphone, but I'll pour it near the microphone. Oh my goodness! I'm glad we're on video today, Jeff, because you'll have to see this. Oh man, mine's pretty bright too. Holy crap! Look at that. Can you see the color of that? Yeah, I can see the color of that. Oh and wow! Yeah, my my color is similar, a little bit lighter, but that's probably because it's got a lot of stuff. There's a lot of haze in there. Man, but, oh man. But hey, my so color, it it pours out like. Oh man, what would you call this? It's kind of like a if you got a really like a blackberry smoothie or something. That's kind of what the color is. Mine is the same, yeah. I mean, I'm colorblind. It looks yours is darker. Dark. Yours is a darker purple. Yours is like a Concord grape juice kind of look. Yeah, I was I was thinking eggplant skin, but that's the same, yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not holding mine up to the camera. <laughs> no, you are. That's good. I, 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 <laughs> This is an old thing. I was holding it up to your image on the on the screen, <laughs> as if you could peer right through where your eyes appear on the screen. Here, Jeff, look, I got it right in front of your eyes. Very nice. Okay, so well, uh, mine mine smells of crazy. I guess it is black. It smells like blackberry, maybe. Uh, yeah, mine is like pure, full on blackberry. That aroma, by the way, is fantastic. But it's a sort of the aroma you'd expect if someone gave you a blackberry smoothie, like a. a yeah, totally. I, I guess, guess there's a little pomegranate. I can detect a little pomegranate on the nose as well. So this is, by the way, this, mine is a Berliner Weisse, uh, which seems appropriate, although... That ain't uh, no Berliner Weisse. I was about to say, to say, although this is a 7% alcohol uh, uh, milkshake beer, which in Berlin they might not recognize. Wow. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely quite intense. So the first thing I'm going to say is the flavor is amazing. The second thing is I really would not be able to distinguish this between uh, what I have in my hand that's called beer and a blackberry smoothie. Yeah, it would be very difficult to identify <laughs> this as a beer. It's carbonated. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yeah, the carbonation is one hint. I mean, it tastes amazing. I'm gonna say I'll say that that the fruit flavor is astounding. It's just, it is just like drinking a fruit smoothie. Yeah, mine is too. So um, if that's what you, if that's what you want when you're ready to drink a beer, this is the beer for you. Mine is so intense and so true to form that uh, I I feel like, you know, when you make a smoothie with blackberries, the the seeds from the the berry get in there and you, you can like they get yeah, caught in your gritty. teeth kind of yeah, yeah, yeah a little gritty I, I take a drink and i wait for the seeds and yeah i'm expecting that too yeah my brain <laughs> is like where where's the seeds now wow that i mean uh, after a couple more sips i'm starting to identify it as beer slightly i can the alcohol is sort of coming through a little bit uh wow I, I, the, the intense fruit flavor is amazing i wonder how much fruit they they put in here it's pretty darn tart it's interesting because the presentation is pure fruit sweetness yep uh, and i've now had a couple of drinks and i'm 
I'm recognizing that the 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 key here is is pretty intense uh, acidity. Uh, my guess is it, it's mm. probably like the TA on this is probably pretty high. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. It's we have a brewery here in Portland called Great Notion, and I've had these beers at Great Notion, and they're 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 similar, but not anywhere near as intense as this. Uh, this is really quite quite something. They're both uh, sweeter and less fruity uh, at Great Notion, which is kind of the, basically we don't, th this kind of beer is not actually that popular here in Oregon. I, I, yeah, I mean, well, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, just, I know we're old and we sometimes miss the trends, but um, but I, I, I drink fruit, I drink the fruit of Berliner Weisses here and they don't taste like this. <laughs> no, this is, this is not like any Berliner Weisses that I've ever uh, scene but what i was going to say is that the you know the great notions sort of does a lot of those kind of pastry style beers but yeah. really this this to me is like a would be a really nice dessert beer much more so than something that tastes like a chocolate cake or whatever it is that they're uh that they're making this is you know it's just a super saturated intense fruit flavor it's very heavy so you wouldn't want to drink a ton of it uh <laughs> it comes in a 16 ounce can which is interesting uh but yeah, mine is, um, i finally I, I finally read it's <laughs> this thing is a nightmare for my old eyes it's very low contrast so that's terrible the, <laughs> the font is super tiny uh and i forgot my readers so i had to get it right underneath the the uh light and i discovered that it's only 5.3 percent which is kind of uh, nice and uh it's a goza mine is Oh, okay. Yeah. Mine's, mine's 7%. It's a blender visa, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's something I could imagine enjoying after a meal, maybe as a dessert. Um, uh, but you sort of have to be prepared, not to, you're, you're not really drinking a beer, uh, in that traditional sense, I suppose. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure that I could drink this 16 ounce portion. It is so intense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying in the 16 ounce can is kind of great, crazy. Cause it's, it's a big beer, nonetheless, uh, regardless, but it's also just got, uh, uh, as Jeff mentions, just tons of residual sugar. It's a super thick mouthfeel. It really does. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to describe just how much it tastes like a, a fruit smoothie. Like someone just put a bunch of blackberries in a blender and uh, went nuts. You know, it's curious that they bothered to call yours a Berliner Weisse and mine a Goza. Since <laughs> they bear absolutely absolutely nothing to do with those styles uh ex you know except a, I, I suppose that they use lactobacillus well know. right i was gonna say they've made it really tart so they've got some acid and tart to sort of balance the sweet um which i recognize and which helps a lot I mean, otherwise i mean that's that's sort of the difference that and some uh and some um carbonation it's true but I, i'm not sure why not just call it a tart you know, a, a, a trip minus a triple berry goza yeah. uh, instead of just a triple berry tart. Triple berry tart. Yeah. It even can. sounds better. Yeah, I can. <laughs> triple berry tart. You're right. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, that's going to be hard, tough to get through 16 ounces of that. But uh, like I say, the flavor is just amazing. Uh, it's not quite something I would describe necessarily as beer. Um, yeah. I do, do you think this would sell in? in Oregon? I'm going to say, uh, well, you're the economist. Doesn't it seem like if it, if it 
would the market would have determined that? Yeah, that's true. I mean, even the great notion beers that kind of saw, saw wild, widely are still the IPAs, still the hazies, hazy IPAs and not their pastry beers. Um, yeah, it's kind of a niche. And I imagine these are really expensive to make. Yeah, they got to be. So they'd have so to have I, a... I, this feels like it's a, it's, it's not fruit flavoring. It's actual fruit. It might be puree. It might be juice or something, but, um, but and that's expensive. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we have a lot buckets, of it. Here. It's really good use of buckets. <laughs> we have a lot of it here. Oregon's pretty good for that. So probably cost, uh, cost-wise, it's probably as easy to make these uh, in Oregon as anywhere. But um, yeah, you need a really robust market, like people who are willing to pay top dollar and buy a bunch to uh, to make these work. So I suspect you're right. The thing is that you could make a, a, a much lighter beer with, you know. A, the kind of fruit beers that we tend to drink here are beers that are uh, lighter beers that have a hint of fruit and maybe like a very nice uh, uh, scent, but aren't aren't just like super thick saturated fruit. We tend to like uh, beers in, in in more balance than that. I think. Yeah, you know what you know what would be interesting is to do your Radler thing and pour a hazy idea in this. <laughs> I wonder if that how that would go. Uh, oh, this, is, all, <laughs> this is almost like a rattler and someone just took a whole bunch of blackberry juice and dumped it about two-thirds blackberry juice and a third of beer yeah well it's an interesting experiment good job yeah. guys apparently it's they're wild, wildly popular on the east coast and here we are just now learning about it out here on the the west yeah i like it and by the way i'm i'm, I'm enjoying it i just don't know at what occasions i would actually drink it you know what i mean like a normal it's not the kind of thing i would keep it around in my fridge so much uh but as sort of a treat once in a while maybe you know what i mean yeah i do feel like it wants a uh, scoop of vanilla ice cream <laughs> yes it definitely does this you're right this would make a great uh shake or whatever you call those uh uh float float that's what i mean yeah totally you could, do, you could do a float with some some vanilla ice cream and this would be a dessert right there it really would and honestly, I could see that. I could see some brew pub. Yeah, absolutely. Serving this as a dessert with a dollop of ice cream. That would yeah, that's fun. actually a really good idea. That would be fun. <laughs> All right, so, get on it, locals. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> we're we're the we're land of blackberries, so. Yeah, New England has a lot of berries too, so it, it makes sense that that these are coming out of New England. Yeah, they need to try a blueberry one next, I guess. Yeah, totally. Blue, blue brewing blueberries is a nightmare, though. And mine may have blueberries in it because it's triple berry. So I don't know what yeah. the other berries are. But. Yeah. By the way, mine's blackberry and pomegranate. And I can I, I can sort of get the hint of pomegranate, but blackberry is what, what's most pro- predominant. So. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Well, all right. There you go. Extra special crap. <laughs> Extra special crap. Well, it was, it was nice as an excuse to drink some beer with you, Jeff. Absolutely. And for uh, the rest of the a rainy Saturday. Late, late afternoon that feels like late at night <laughs> for the rest of you out there uh hunker down get some good beer buy buy some local beer uh buy beer directly from your local brewer hunker down be socially distant and uh we'll get through this yeah Vaccine, the vaccines are coming it's true get on it, it is nice to drink with friends on zoom since you can't drink with them any other way so at least get on zoom yeah all right, Jeff. Well, cheers with uh, my my uh, twice the daily serving Blinder Vice blackberry pomegranate uh, confection. Yeah, and I got my <laughs> from Trillium uh, Brewing in Boston. 
uh, Trillium's, uh, forget about it, three. Is that right? Did I get that right? No, I don't, never gonna, I don't, never gonna get it. It's all one word. It's very what's, hard. What's what's a, a hilarious, but nobody can tell us watching you through the video screen. Try to read the label in front of you without your Squint. readers. <laughs> Squinting old manishly. Yes, exactly. All <laughs> right. Well, Dr. Jeff, thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate it. And yes, uh, and uh, we will be sure to give anyone an extra special crap episode. If you want to send us a uh, random beer from around the country to try to expose us to new and exciting things, uh, we'll continue the experiment. So yeah. Who doesn't want to spend half an hour listening to us drink beer? That's right. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, cheers, Jeff. Cheers, Patrick. <laughs>